All right, everybody. So I just want to let you guys know that the podcast is a two-part podcast. At the end, it's not really said. Uh, we kind of had to hang up uh, just a little bit early. Uh, so I wanted to let you guys know uh, our podcasts are kind of done through um, an internet forum type deal. So I just wanted to let you guys know that we were not. I'm not able to like go back and kind of edit it the way I want to, but I am able to, you know add this in just to let you guys know this is a two-part podcast when we get to the end we hang up uh the following week there will be another episode that comes out so thank you so much for listening as always guys shoot in the face all right everybody we're back so today we're on episode 30 i believe of in the shit podcast uh it is going to be an interesting one we have jace here i'm gonna have to mute jace sorry jace uh we have jace here with sport optics but we're gonna go right into um I'm going to talk to you guys about Brownells real quick. So Brownells is a channel sponsor of our podcast. There will be a link down below to uh, Brownells. And then Jace uh, also works at a company called Sport Optics. I'm going to link his company also. Um, so that way everyone knows where who we're talking about and what's going on. And then I'll have Jank, Jace's social media also down below. So you guys can go hit him up. And uh, we're just going to ask him a bunch of optics questions and just go from there. But huge shout out to Brownells where I actually picked up my Holosun for, uh, 509T recently. Uh, I've got a bunch of other stuff coming in. And then uh, Malar, fellow Bureau of Propaganda member, he's got some cool stuff. And, uh, and uh, I just wanted to... I'm going to let him talk about what he's got coming up, and then we're going to bring in Jace. I picked up a couple small things today. Uh, as you know, I'm still struggling with some form of gas leak on my SBR, so I ordered the Sons of Liberty uh, gas block. Hopefully that fixes it. I'm praying. <laughs> so you think, but, you think that, that that gas leak is due to the gas block, correct? Because it's not sealing all the way around, right? Uh, I mean, from... I mean, when I replaced the gas tube, I stuck a Sons of Liberty gas tube in there um, and the gas tube that was in there prior was a spikes and you could see just tons of gas blown back all over the barrel. Um, yesterday, I, I only shot 28 rounds through it. Uh, I was pretty disappointed, but I had three malfunctions during that of short stroking. So, I mean, I've tried everything else like swapping buffers. Um, I've even swapped... Um, pretty sure I ran another upper I'm trying to remember but I mean I've I've swapped so many things out at this point that it's narrowed down to barrel or gas block and the gas block clearly has um it's got some tolerance issues from what I can tell <laughs> so what you're telling everyone is don't buy spikes tactical only buy good quality well, AR products don't buy their gas tubes apparently the gas block is a Roscoe surprisingly but the the hole for the the gas tube does seem like it might be a touch oversized because uh, I did have like a there's like a brown or a bronze um, shade that's on the top of my barrel and the bottom is still black so I'm pretty sure I'm still blowing gas everywhere and it's on my rail so I have I blow a lot of gas after Mexican food or or any sort of you know just anything so there's a lot of gas blowing out I mean the, the these days with the prices if you can do that for free you're good to go <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> it costs a lot of money. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm going to introduce Jace here with Sports Optics, Sport Optics, I believe. Uh he'll correct me cuz I'm terrible. So, um Jace runs he's uh, messaged him back and forth a few times. He's actually got some really high quality stuff uh out over on his Instagram and uh I I feel completely bad, so I'm going to let everybody know right off the bat. I have 
um, severe ADHD. So I was supposed to message Jace on Saturday and I got completely swamped with family stuff. And then I went and got, uh, I went shooting. So then when I shoot, it's usually like, that's the end of the week for me. And I completely forget everything that I was supposed to do the week prior. And um, so, yes, so let's introduce Jace with uh, Sport Optics and I'm going to let him take it away from here. So. Hey guys, uh, uh, like Hoodlum said, uh, Jace from Sport Optics, very happy to be here. Um, I've been over uh, over there for about four years now. My technical title is um, a technical sales, but I do a do a little bit of everything. Um, you know, uh, testing, um, all all kind of you know checking checking stuff out, mess with everything that comes through there. Been um, you shooting, you know, hunting, recreational and competitively for forever. Um, you know, I'm, I'm into a little bit of everything. Um, Hudlum mentioned my uh, Instagram. I just started that uh, not too long ago. Try to uh, just kind of, you know, spread some spread some awareness, spread some of the good gospel of the Second Amendment. Uh, very passionate about the you know Second Amendment and, and what it means for for us as Americans, and just. Uh, very glad to be in the industry that I'm in. Very thankful. Very blessed. And uh, just happy to be here and talk guns and optics. Well, I'm happy to have you. Um, so I'm not going to lie, without Instagram and you messaging me, I would have never known that you existed. So and it's not and not you personally, but sport optics in general. <laughs> um, so that don't take that personal. There are so many people on there's so many people on Instagram and it's it's insane. So, um, kind of give us a, a what is what is sport optics and what kind of sets them apart from I don't know, say whoever else is out there doing the same thing, like Optics Planet or Brownells or any of those people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, not a uh, not a problem at all. So, um, yeah, we are you know um, kind of in that same vein as what a uh, as what. Uh, Brownells uh, was speaking of. I, I love Brownells. I shop it there all the time as well. But anyway, um, like Optics Planet, Euro Optics, um, those type of places, you know, they have their hands in uh, a little bit of, of everything in the firearms industry, which which is great. We, we need people like them and, you know, primary arms and, you know, you name it. Um, what kind of sets sport optics apart um, is the fact that we are literally just optics, just optics and optics accessories. Um, you know, we don't do uh, ammunition or actual firearms or firearm parts or anything. We are just optics. Um, so me and my team get to spend a lot of hands-on time with the, with the products getting to, you know, kind of learn them inside and out that way. Um, anybody gives us a call, which that's another, that's another big, big thing with us at Sport Optics is you, you give us a call within, you know, if we don't pick up on the on the first ring or two, um, you're not going to be, you know, wait no exorbitant amount of time to, to talk to one of us there. And um, and you're going to talk to us. That have used it and, and we're we're shooters, we're, we're passionate about it. We're not just, you know somebody reading off of a script uh like a lot of these other you know places uh you can you can call so um and we and we we very much pride ourselves in that and we're uh, we're we're happy to to do what we do and uh to 
Well, Jace seems a bit far away from his Wi-Fi. That last part just kind of dropped off there. So <laughs> um, if you if you could repeat that one one more time, Jay. Yeah, yeah, I was um, I was just finishing off by saying, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know where it might have cut off, but uh, um, you're always going to get somebody when you give us a call. Um, and we're always happy to, you know, share share our knowledge and experience and um, you know, we, we very much pride ourselves in, you know, having the experience and knowledge that we do and, and being able to offer and provide the service and products that we do. Well, that's good. Uh, Millar has night vision. So if you need anybody to T&E some night vision uh, stuff, I'm pretty sure he'll be more than happy to, you know, take some time out of his busy, busy schedule to go take a sick day and go run around the woods with his night vision. So you're more than welcome to, to let him know. Nice, I, I need, nice. I, I need IR um, bad. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I, uh, I actually just jumped into the night vision game around the end of last year. I think I bought my first uh, PVS, well, first and only PVS 14 in, in September. And uh, I haven't got to use it as much as I would like to. But man, it is when, you know, you, we jokingly we hear, you know, Lucas and other people call it a superpower. And that is literally what it is. It is a superpower. Yeah, now I, I feel out. like I've, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, yeah, I went out, uh, it was Saturday night for the first time, um, outside with it. And I was mind blown. Uh, like I, I went into, oh, yeah. um, we have a pole barn and I was like, I'm going to walk in here lights out and just flick this thing on. And I was just like, Holy shit. Like I can see everything. <laughs> and I flicked the, uh, <laughs> IR illuminator on, but I, and I, I researched a bunch before um, ordering the PVS 14 and I was expecting like the depth perception to be off and talking with hoodlum. I knew it was going to be off, but it, that the whole thing was like, it was awkward trying to walk around and try to like navigate past like uh, tractors and gators and stuff. I'm like taking like little inch steps. So I'm not tripping over something, it was, but it was, yeah. it was amazing. <laughs> it, it was amazing. And then imagine doing that in full kit and still falling on your ass and uh, in front of all your friends. Yeah, it's super fun. Um, I've done that before, just taking a fat spill in the middle of a field, um, just wandering around in night vision. But it's the coolest part is if you can, and I know you probably can't, but um, the coolest part for me, my best night vision experience was uh, when I was in the Army, um, getting in the back of a Black Hawk and literally flying at 800 feet over um, over a few cities and just looking at the lights come off the cities. I mean, it was insane. Um, just in night vision, imagine. you know, and, and that, then that to me is like, you know, yeah, I want to, I want night vision again. So I'm saving up for that right now. Um, definitely want to get a PBS 14. I'm cool with the single, with the single, uh, one over my eye. Cause for six and a half, seven years, that's really what I ran was single one tube night vision. Um, so that's kind of what I'm used to. I've got my whole setup. The only thing I need now is my PBS 14. And um, so, yeah, that's really all I'm, um, I'm working with Brownells to try to get that here pretty soon. And then um, the interesting part to to add to that, though, is it's really funny to, to hear people's first experience with night vision because I've never I can't even remember. I was I was 18 years old getting to go run around with night vision, not knowing how expensive that shit was until uh, I was probably like 24 when I got out of the army going, oh, well, I'm never going to afford that. So you guys have to tell me what you're like, you have to tell me like your virgining experience with night vision. Like what was your guys' stuff? Uh, Jace, were you in the military at all? 
Uh, no, no, I'm not, um, not prior military, not prior, uh, law enforcement, just, uh, um, somebody who's, uh, <laughs> been a, been an avid, avid, uh, shooter and, and bit of a gear junkie. And, you know, I, I believe in, you know, being prepared and, you know, everything that the, uh, constitution in, entails, but no, I'm not prior service. That's, I mean, to be honest, that's awesome. I love people who are, who are into that without ever having, um, uh, been military stuff. Cause you know, I mean, I got into guns cause my dad, so my dad took me out shooting when I was a kid and that was the freaking coolest thing. And then growing up watching every eighties action movie, nineties action movie, you know, demolition man, last action hero, like all that stuff kind of definitely brought me into like the realm of, of guns. So it's like, I kind of grew up like just having fun with it. And it's been pretty interesting to see guys like who've never had military experience, um, it's definitely something cool for me because all my, all my military stuff, like I bought an M4 uh, collector's edition and uh, seeing the entire internet go absolutely bonkers because I changed um, some of the non-clone correct <laughs> parts on there. And they're like, what, how can you do that? I'm like, I own this exact rifle. I had this exact rifle when I was in the army, like this exact type of weapon. And uh, the cool part about it for me is I get to put all the crap that I wanted to put on it. Then I get to do it now and no one can tell me I can't do that. So I have a blast with it. And uh, I, I love pissing off all the clone people out there because cloners are awful humans um <laughs> i don't know if you're a cloner or not but i'm sorry um but it's really I'm interesting <laughs> it's really interesting to see uh to see people who've never never had that experience like talk about what they like and what they want and like they're like with night vision like i talked to malar i'm like you gotta let us know you know come this podcast like how was your night vision experience you gotta let us know how it was and what you were doing so I think that's pretty cool. But how about you? What, what, what's uh, what PBS do you have and what are you going through with that? Yeah. So um, I have a um, Elbit, Elbit tubes, um, gen three green phosphor thin filmed that I got from. Um, oh, steel industries. Um, Duncan over there, he runs a tight ship. He knows, he knows his stuff. If you ever have any, um, ever have any questions or issues or anything like that night vision related related he's basically um in in my experience he's almost been like the mike mahalski of uh of of night vision he um you know he's not a, he's he's not doesn't hesitate to hand out his personal number i've talked to him a lot um good dude but anyway um uh yeah uh the I, th I think the the single tube is great the really the only reason i went with green phosphor over white phosphor is i was i was being impatient there was like a eight week wait on on green or uh, on white phosphor and uh green phosphor was like two weeks and i'm like ah screw it i gotta have it right now uh and uh pro probably not the smartest decision but uh it it'll be all right the green phosphor is, is just fine um i've used it a decent amount um shooting and non-shooting related stuff um I'm, I'm a big i'm a big hunter i spend you know a lot of my winter winter times just about every week uh, weekend that i can at a, at a hunting camp going back and forth to a deer stand every morning and evening and i use it a lot then um either going into the woods in the morning out of the woods late at night um and uh it, it's 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 pretty awesome the the thing that is taken me the the most getting used to because i've used single tubes and dual tubes 
Um, the big thing with a single tube is um, you have to adjust it pretty pretty frequently, you know, depending on your, your depth of field and everything. Whereas the, the dual tubes, you know, you have just one set to close, one set to far. And you use the daylight filter. If you use the daylight filter, it cuts out a lot of you have an autofocus. But I know if you want like crystal clear vision, you're going to want to run it non-filtered. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right, and uh, I keep telling myself that I need I'm, I need to do that, and I and I literally just keep forgetting. But yeah, you were you're absolutely right, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll probably be picking one of those up here here before too long, hopefully. Have you used any of the? Um, somebody recommended it, what is it called? It, I think it's made by um, Hoplite. The Focus. It, it supposedly works as a day cap, and then it also. Oh yeah, the the rapid focus. How you can? It's like it's pretty much looks like a camera lens where it opens and closes real tight. But I'm not sure. Okay, yeah, I don't I think have, it automatically uh, does it. Yeah, I, I haven't used it. I I asked a AGM about it because I was curious, and um, they said it wouldn't void warranty, but using it, I would increase the risks of uh, like burning my tubes. Um. Okay. I'm not sure about I'm not sure about burning your tubes. I mean, if you're if you're if you're literally messing with light in front of your face, that might have a problem. But I don't I don't foresee you burning your tubes just for having that on there. Okay, because the focus on that, like when you look at the the picture examples, it's a huge difference. Um, so I was tempted to snag one. I think they're like a hundred bucks or something like that. Um, but I was a little nervous about leaving that on there with what they said. Versus, with, your, uh, with your tube, with your you have the AGM. So when yours came, you have it. Did it come with a cover that went over the front? That's actually I was just about to ask both of you. Uh, the the cover on the front, the day cap, um, that has like a it's tethered on there and it's like a fixed. And that has a little hole in it, correct? Like a little correct, yeah. tiny little hole. Yeah, that's a daylight filter. So if you run that, you don't have to focus anything, and you can put that on your tube. And you run that, no problem. That is exactly how we ran them in the army almost every night? single time. Even at night, you can put that thing on there. It'll be <laughs> like almost everything's in focus at that point when you run it. Now, if you want like more detail, you pop that tube off. You're good to go. But that's okay. how I ran it at night. So just plop that tube thing back on, plop that cover back on there with that little pinhole. And yeah. you can run that at night, no issues. I was going to ask if people remove that tether. Cause like when I was trying to take pictures of myself in it, I, you know, I had my cap flapping out in the bottom and I was like, I don't see people with their caps flapping around. What the hell is everybody else doing? Most guys, most guys, if they're not doing anything crazy, they probably just leave the, the cap on there. Plus it's a good like bump thing. Like, so if like you bump into stuff, you don't scratch up your lenses or do anything like that. So that's how, that's how we ran it in the army. I mean, not, I mean, granted I'm not special forces or anything like that. So um, but a lot of us were running it with that um, just so that way we could have the field of view and it limits your field of view. Like it definitely limits your field of view, but you kind of get a clear picture of everything that you're seeing. Plus your depth perception is not as bad if you have that cap on and you're able to, to focus everything. Uh, okay. I'll have to try that next time. Uh, I, I pulled that off and I was running the sacrificial lens on the front. Um, which I think I smudged the shit out of because I got my fingers all over it at one point. <laughs> but, dare um, you. but yeah, I, I was running that. Um, it just it seemed a lot darker with the day cap on. Are you running the IR illuminator at that point to like 
I never did, um, but everyone had an IR beacon or an IR chem light. So we we're kind of able to see where they were going. Plus, um, uh, okay. I think it may seem a little darker, but I think you can turn up your gain. So you have a gain function on the back of your tube by your eye. You can turn yeah. that up while it's in there. Like while you have that cap on, it'll brighten everything up for you just a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't even have your night vision and I know everything about your night vision. How do you, how are you doing this? I told you I was just wandering, stepping little inch steps at a time. <laughs> baby steps, baby steps. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Jace, have you been uh, have you run any IR units and um, any thoughts on what you have run? If you have run them, I saw him with a mall C plus. So don't even. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, I don't know, I don't know what was going through my mind. Uh, so. Um, essentially my, um, we have, we have a sister company that, that is a, uh, you know, an actual firearms dealer and, uh, they're, they're a B.E. Myers dealer. So I was able to get a pretty decent price on a mall before this, uh, drastic, uh, price jump that they had over the last six months. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was still <laughs> more expensive than I probably should have got, but um, I was like, ah, you know. Do we need to send right food time, right place. to your children or your <laughs> wife, or do we need to send money to you? I mean, I know you're probably in severe credit card debt now. <laughs> so, uh, and, and no kids yet, so that certainly helps. <laughs> I am, uh, I am uh, in the in the middle of uh, planning a, a wedding right now, though, so I had to kind of oh, ease up here in the last. Few you know, months. I'm I'm right here if you need to sell your mall C plus for very discounted rate. <laughs> You know, I, but, I, had uh, my, yeah. I had my eyes on the uh, PEC 15, but like right when I got into pursuing the night vision, uh, EOTech discontinued it. And I, I was bumming because I, I didn't want to jump on the, uh, I wanted to have night vision in hand before I ordered the IR. Because in my mind, I was like, I can run an EOTech EXPS3 and run it passively and then get the IR later. Uh, it was my thought process. Um, but now I'm, I'm kind of looking at the, uh, the D ball, a three, uh, which I do see you guys stock as well. Yeah. Yeah. The D balls, a, a, a an, an excellent, you know, civilian, civilian unit. Um, I, I haven't messed with a peck personally, but I did have, um, and I kind of forgot about this till you, till you mentioned it. Um, but I had a, I had an app PLC, um, and it was, it was not good. Um, you know, I, I, I got it for what I would call a, a, a decent price secondhand and uh, the laser, the laser was fine, but the illuminator on those things are, are absolute garbage. Um, and I, I, I wasn't about to, you know, have paid that much for a unit and, and then have to run like a vampire light head or something, something with it. So I, uh, I promptly got rid of that. Um, but yeah, I've messed with the D balls, the A3s and even what's the big one. Is it the D2? Yeah, D2. I was uh, that's what yeah. I was actually about to ask you about that too because I was comparing the illuminators um while watching like YouTube's on it and it seemed like the D2 was astronomically uh better in IR illuminator than the A3. Um mm -hmm. but it seemed purpose driven to me like it, most of the stuff I'm doing is within 100 yards. Uh so it seemed like the A3 was probably more than capable for what I was doing or what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would say that's, uh, that's probably a, 
a, a, a good observation. I mean, to be honest, even something like a, an app PLC with its bad illuminator is going to be, you know, usable inside of a um, hundred yards, a hundred, hundred meters. But, um, but yeah, even like an, 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 a, an A3 inside of a hundred yards is, is, is going to be great. Um, the, the, the D2, they just, they, they get a, they get around that little, uh, law rule, whatever it is about only having a, a certain powered illuminator because they use, what is it like an LED instead of, uh, something else, but, uh, that's, and that's why it's so easy. They use a um, refined LED instead of an, an actual laser, um, and but it's not as good as a laser so it's good it's it's really good and that's why the technology is so expensive but yeah mm -hmm. and as someone who's used a pec 15 in a professional setting and i haven't used them in pff, seven years eight years um mm -hmm. they we broke them all the time in the army like they were literally like always broken um i know that <laughs> The, the I, I can't tell you, like, I've never had one that I've successfully been able to zero. Like when we were when we were doing zero stuff, like you'd zero it and then you'd go shoot at night once it zeroed. And it was I mean, you'd be off by feet. Like I remember having to point my laser at stuff and then go, OK, I'm shooting right. Shoot to the left of the target, you know, like and, and that's how I'd hit it. So that I remember that consistently being an issue. Uh, but it's also like some of our stuff was pretty old, pretty beat up. A lot of guys had, had had their hands on it before we did. So I'm not going to sit here and talk crap. I know that like people hate the M9 coming out of the military because they just had really shitty M9s. So I, I have a feeling that that's probably the same thing. Um, so I can't necessarily talk bad about the PEC-15. Um, I can say having a full power illuminator is definitely something that is... Uh, I wish that people could have here full power laser and full power illuminator. I wish that's something that people could have, because to be honest, it's, it sucks having like a civilian version of, of shit that, you know, there shouldn't be a civilian version of, and I'm, I believe it's the FDA right. that has some sort of control over that shit. So like, to me, it's, it is, it's a, yep. it's a bit of a pain in the ass. Then again, I'm not going to go on my anti-government rants. So I was, I was about to say, so uh, they, unilater they unilaterally made a decision that you could, we couldn't have it. Yeah, the FDA said that you can't do it because people they were worried about people pointing lasers at airplanes and well, fucking with somebody. We just need somebody to challenge it then because the Supreme Court just ruled they can't make those just decisions without it going through a congressional I actually, body. I think TNVC just took up a case with the FDA about that. Oh, perfect. All right, so I should wait a year and then I'll get a full power. I'd probably say like three years. It's going to take forever. <laughs> well, there is hope. We'll probably have machine guns by then too, from what I'm hearing. I know, right? <laughs> so, so Jace, let's let's hear um, some of your uh, favorite optics. Like, what do you have like that you love running? Like, what is something that you? I personally, I'm going to tell you right now. I am a bit of a Gucci bitch, and I love Aimpoint. So, I have an Aimpoint uh, Comp M5. I have a Pro. I'm looking to get a T2. What are? Um, I have a few, quite a few Hollow Suns. Um, but what are some of your favorite optics? We know that Millar is an EOTech guy. He's got like four of them. So we're going to, you know, we're getting both. We're getting both sides of the spectrum here. I only have two. I only have two. He wants four. <laughs> he wants four. Let's put it that way. At least. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, man, so what I've, if I had to, 
you know, the age old question, if you only only pick one, if I had to pick one optic right now, um, and it's I've, I've had no telling how many hours and rounds underneath it, I, I just absolutely love the uh, the Vortex Razor one to six. Um, it's I, I got it early on when I when I got when I first started getting into guns and, and getting into shooting and um, you know I've I've tr I've tried everything out there and don't get me wrong there's some fantastic LPVOs and um, that that you know are arguably better than the Razors like the uh, the the attackers from 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 Night Force. Um, well, let's be honest, uh, none of us have that kind of money here, so we'll stick in the <laughs> Vortex range. I don't have twenty eight hundred dollars to blow on a one to eight from Night Force, but um, yeah. I have. I will. I will say. And I wanted, I want to know more about this, but I'm hearing, and I've, I've, I've looked through both um, the Razer one to six and the PST gen two one to six. I've looked through both. The glass is honestly the same to me. I've got no edge to edge distortion on both of these. Both of these are semi new optics probably purchased within the last two years. So my question to you is what, like as someone who is definitely going to get a PST gen two, what is the, reason why i would go with the razor over the pst gen 2 like what makes that cost jump there because i mean i'm looking at stuff that vortex is putting out i'm looking at stuff that like c does puts out i'm looking at stuff through my own eyeballs and i'm not seeing the the cost the price difference um justifying itself yeah no absolutely that is a fantastic question and um i'll be honest with you i've, I've had a uh I've had Vi uh, a Viper PST Gen 2 um, as well. I think their 1 to 6 is fantastic. I think that's probably, um, you know, for somebody who's wanting to get into, you know, a higher end optic or, you know, something that's not, you know, low tier, but not necessarily want to spend, you know, $1,000, $1,500, whatever. Um, I think a, a Viper PST Gen 2 is a phenomenal um in, entry point for somebody i think you're getting a lot of optic um for the money um and even even on the like the uh like the higher powered stuff people that are wanting to shoot long range i get one of the most popular uh or i guess most common um phone calls customers i get is hey i want to you know i want to put something on um my rifle and i want to go out and shoot a thousand yards and i want to spend a thousand dollars and and that's my that's my go-to a viper pst gen 2 like 5 to 25 like that is that's it um fantastic optic for the price um and as far as what are you getting for the uh for for double the price um honestly it's you're probably not getting, I mean, not even probably, you're, you're not getting $600 more of an optic. Um, you know, as somebody who's used them both in just about every lighting and weather condition you can think of, um, at, at times, uh, especially when it comes to like the finer details in, in, in color and sharpness, the, the razor is, is no doubt going to be, um, a little better. Um, the field of view, I mean, it's a little bigger, but it's not a, it's not a, you know, a, a discernible difference to what for, for, for most people. Um, it, there is a durability difference there. I, I use and abuse my stuff, um, you know, pr pretty, pretty, pretty significantly. And um, I've had to send a Viper back to Vortex twice. I've never had to send one of my razors back. 
Um, now, again, that's only, you know, a, a sample size of, you know, uh, a few, you know, maybe, maybe I was a little hard on my Viper, you know, who, who can say, but for, for all the use and abuse I've, I've thrown at them, that's, that's just my experience. Um, I also really, really like the, um, the JM1 reticle that you can only get in the razor. Now I know that's being kind of, uh, that, that's being kind of nitpicky and that's, that's more of a, of a, of a, um, of a personal preference thing, but I just really, really like that JM1 reticle in the razor. But, um, that's, that's basically it. You're getting a, a touch better glass. Um, the, the, the coatings in the, in the razor is a, is a little better. Um, I actually spent some, spent some time with, uh, up in Barneveld, Wisconsin at Vortex's factory last summer. And, uh, we went pretty in depth on, you know, some, some of the stuff. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's, that's it. A, a little bit extra durability, um, on paper, the glass encodings are a little better. Um, so is it better technically yes but are you getting you know like you said are you getting double the optic for double the price and not necessarily no yeah because i was going to say that was one of the things that that did kind of bother me now someone who doesn't know that much about optics uh, i remember in the army a lot of our stuff was like the Leupold mark force the Leupold. um they were a two and a half to mm -hmm. tens that were on our like on our dmr guns so like the ebr and stuff like that um, and then the mm -hmm. SR, the SR 25 had a, I want to say they were fielding the Mark five when I was leaving. So don't get me wrong. Fantastic glass. I love Leupold glass. I just can't afford the Leupold glass that I like looking through. Um, so <laughs> with, with that, with that being said, uh, what like in your, in your eyes, I have looked through both the PST gen two and the, and the razor, I love the Razor 1 to 10. I think that that it would be a great DMR gun optic just because, you know, you've got the 10 power on high. You've got the 1X if you need to do stuff up close. Um, I personally think they did miss the opportunity to make that a 2.5 to 10. I think a 2.5 to 10 to me just has better eye relief than the 1 to 10s because I think when you're trying to make an optic like that, you're, you're, you're messing with something. And I know guys who have that razor and they put it at 10 power and it's like their, their eye box window is literally like the size of a cunt hair and they can't see through that thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they're like, I, I, I have so much shadow, but then they drop it down to eight or to six. And it's like the field of view just triples, uh, you know, like your, well, not your field of view, your, your eye box just triples. Like they can actually move around and look and do stuff. So to mm -hmm. me, it's like, I see a lot, I see a lot of stuff coming out of Vortex that I love, but I just don't know, like as a, as a consumer, someone who really wants to look at some of this stuff, like, I honestly don't know where to start, like where, like where, if I'm going to spend the money, where should the point be where I'm spending the money? Where should I be looking? Are there other companies other than Vortex that we could be looking at? Um, what are some other companies that definitely keep budget in mind, but still give you a lot of stuff for, for what you're doing. And I'm not necessarily looking for something that's insanely feature packed, but I'm looking for something that the features that are on there are good. And that, like, it has good turrets. It has, you know, good turret tracking, like it, all that stuff. Like where, where could we go from there? Like, what could we build on as like base blocks, getting new people into optics? What, what do they need to be looking for? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm somebody that, you know, I don't have anything with magnification. So this is something that really interests me to, to learn, um, as well as like when, when you're shooting a one to six, what distance are you shooting? Like what magnification for the ranges that I, like I said, I'm shooting 
I mean, the max I'll probably get out to might be 200 yards. Uh, what would you recommend for that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so man, there's, and that, and that's the thing y'all, y'all probably know as, as well as I do, even though I, I deal with this stuff all day, there are so, so many more options out there now than, you know, ever before and, and new stuff coming out all the time. So it can, uh, it can certainly be, you know, overwhelming. Um, I tend to think, um, LPVOs are kind of, you know, um, and, and you're, you're, you're probably hearing stuff from me that you've, you've, you've heard before, but they're kind of, you know, a good jack of all trades, master, master of none. And, uh, and I, I think they're, um, what a lot of people getting into the, the game specifically with, with ARs are, um, you know, are gonna, are gonna get the best use out of, um, now you saying, you know, you're, you're not shooting, you know, or you're shooting most of your stuff is inside of 200 yards, man, you could, you're, you're probably right at home. I know you, um, you said you're kind of an EOTech guy. You're right at home with a, like an EOTech and a three times magnifier, you know, that's going to be, that's going to get the job done inside of 200 yards for, for you every day of the week. Um, I was and, also going to say the, the G33 and the G45 reticles or G G45, I believe the G45 magnifiers. I've seen guys take those G45s on an EOTech out to 700. So I'm pretty sure oh, yeah. you're good. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like if you've oh, got yeah. a Neotech and a G45, which is their 5X, guys are taking that out in far. So you're like, don't don't go thinking that you can't do something with a magnifier. Like magnifiers are phenomenal. I have a 3X and I've shot out to 450 with a 3X on a red dot. So um, it has been recent, but, you know, it was a shitty Vortex 3X magnifier and I was able to plink steel, human-sized steel targets at 450 relatively easy so i would i would take a look at what you're doing and and go um there's a lot more that goes into that than just glass so you know shooting techniques and stuff like that so if you're if you're looking to get like a good optic i would definitely look in the two and a half to ten the uh, four to sixteen the five to twenty five like those are all good stuff if you want to shoot out real far um but yeah you can do a lot with the two and a half to ten there are some really highly decorated army and marine corps snipers who have taken shots at well over a thousand with a 10x leupold mark four so don't think that you are limited by your glass yeah yeah no no you're you're absolutely right um and that's that's another thing i get you know calls (laughs) all, all the time probably i could almost go as far as to say every day you know i'll get somebody that calls and um they're like, oh yeah, I'm 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 hunting, I'm hunting uh over a, a bean field or something. I'm 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 shooting, I'm I'm I need something that's gonna get me way out there, uh, you know, something that maybe 20, 25 power. And I'm like, okay, well, re- realistically, you know, how far are you gonna potentially be taking a shot at? And they're like, Oh man, like 300 yards. And I'm like, oh no, no, man, let's 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 dial it back a little bit. Let's let's look at something else. And then here's you know, a vortex um, with a magnifier. How about it? <laughs> right um but uh but yeah absolutely i mean just for for point of reference um i I do most of my hunting from from 50 yards out till i don't know five five hundred um 600 if i'm getting squirrely but but like mostly in inside of realistically even like 400 but I'll, i'll 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 pop something out to 500 sometimes and um, most most of the time, I'm using a, a scope with a with a max uh, 
magnification of 12 power. And that's, and that's plenty, you know, um, obviously a little bit of, uh, practice and, and personal ability obviously plays into that. But, um, that is one thing plenty of people tend to do or think that they want to do is, is over scope something. Um, and that is just simply, simply not the case. Um, for instance, you know, even when I'm shooting, you know, PRS or anything, uh, if, you know, if I'm shooting out to, you know, 1,000, 1,100, 1,200 yards, whatever, whatever it may be, um, I think 1,200 is about my farthest shot right now. Um, I'm generally no more than about 22 power, somewhere in 18 to 22 is even for my, you know, farthest shots. Um, so you see all these scopes coming out these days that are, you know, um, like Vortex has a six to 36 now, Night Force makes a seven to 35. Um, and they certainly have their applications, especially, you know, for like the ELR type guys um, or people that, you know, maybe have uh, bad eyesight and they just want to get, you know, right up on something um, or, you know, they, they certainly have its place, but 99.9% .9 of shooters out there for realistic distances just don't need as much as, as they think they do. Um, and like, like you were saying, hoodlum, you know, guys, guys coming out of the service back in the day, I mean, uh, and you would probably know this better than I do, but what did like, what did the um, designated marksmen's were using like two and a half to eights and, and, and stuff like it, <laughs> and pulling off crazy I, stuff. I'm pretty sure now I've seen a mix of both. I've seen a mix of both getting behind one. I've, I've only ever been behind the little pulled. I believe it was the Mark three, maybe the Mark four. I think the Mark four was kind of their most recent like GWAT era stuff, but the um, it was a, I think it was a three to 10 or a two and a half to 10. I can't mm -hmm. remember. I mean, I wish I had okay. pictures of this stuff. Um, but I believe, uh, I believe it was that getting behind it. I mean, shit, you could see a pretty long distance with a 10 X. Um, yeah, and a lot yeah, of, and a lot of, a lot of people are like, Oh, it's only 10 power. Like, I'm sorry. There are like five world record holders for longest shots and longest kills. Like that freaking Canadian dude who took a, who took a 50 cow out to a mile and a quarter. Mm -hmm. Um, his, his scope only went to 12 X. So, you know, the dudes are making shots at, with, at, at well over a mile with a 12 power scope. So it's like when you're seeing like the stuff that's coming out, like the one to tens, the, the, the two to the, like I have a, I have a really shitty uh, primary arms, four to 16 tower scope. And I've taken that out to 900. Um, now, granted, mm -hmm. it was really fucking hard to see because it has the worst glass ever. Um, but I've, <laughs> I've got one hit at 900 and I was like, all right, that's cool. Now I know I need better glass than that, but I mean, you know, I had to back it down to 12, 12 or 11 and, and really kind of dial it in from there and kind of walked around on target just because my, uh, my buddy was spotting and he had a, he had way better vision than I did behind that, behind that glass. So I would say the quality of glass matters more than how far out it can go. The and that it, I don't know if that's something that you run into a lot, Jace, but I'd like to know your thoughts on that. Is that is that something you share an opinion on, or is that where we differ at? All right, you kind of cut out a little bit with me on that last question. Mind running that by me one more time? So yeah, go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. So the I I would say the quality of your glass matters more than how how much you can magnify. Um, oh, because absolutely. Yeah, kind of, kind yeah, of um, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a tremendous difference. Like, um, 
we get we get these you know these higher end uh, scopes um, or optics out of like uh, out of Europe like like Swarovski and 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 uh, and, and Collis and the, the scopes that use the you know high quality German glass. Zeiss has their new like uh, LRP that they just came out with their long range scope and um, yeah yeah um, it's it's you can see much better out of a out of a scope with good glass that has you know a max power of 10 or 12 power than you're going to see out of something that's shittier you know like like a um like a vortex venom or something not not dissing on it a, a decent scope for the money but a, a vortex venom that's got you know 25 power you can probably shoot as as, as well or, or or if not better with um something with better glass with with half the power that is that is um a fact you're absolutely right now granted my scope only cost me 144 dollars on a black friday deal so i'm not <laughs> you know i'm not out here i'm not out here expecting to take three mile shots or anything like that but i i do have a i do have a scope i want to get more into um the scope game i'm looking at a two and a half to ten and a one to six so if i'm if i'm looking at either one of those which one would you kind of recommend first for someone who's it's going to be an ar-15 shooting 69 to 77 grain projectiles and I'm looking at a max distance of 700. So what what, what would you what, recommend? What barrel length? What barrel Six, length? 16 to 18. I don't. Yeah. I don't, so um, I'm sorry. Good. No, I was just. I don't. I don't run super long barrels. I'm not looking to shoot a 24 inch barrel or anything like that. Like I really like 77 grain. I'm thinking probably my max barrel length, my barrel will be 16 inches before the muzzle device. So like I'm like you can get some pretty accurate stuff going out there. I mean, I've shot an M4 out to 500 before with a red dot. So I'm not you know I'm not sitting there wondering about that. But someone who's getting into it, what they're looking at, like they're not looking for. Um, you know, high speed looking to three gun. Like I'm looking for just good, dedicated. Should I be looking at the L LPVOs or should I be looking at like a two to, two to ten, a three to three to twelve, four to sixteen? What should I be looking at, decent glass wise? Yeah. So, um, man, I I, I like the. Um, the the Viper PST Gen 2 comes in a two and a half to ten by thirty two I think with um with their ABR uh, seven reticle and it's a really really solid scope um the turrets are excellent but that thing the 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 biggest thing that I hesitate to I recommend it for this one thing is is it is just so damn heavy for for what it is um to be just a two and a half to ten you're I mean, it's practically, you know, an, L an LPVO almost, and it's, I don't even remember the exact weight, but it's, it's, it's basically as heavy as like their three to 15 by 44. So for most people, I would just say, ah, I mean, just go up to the three to 15, if, if, you know, more magnification and, 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 and more light, and it's like practically the same weight. Um, it's just hard to, you know, recommend the two and a half to, to 10 um, for that reason. It, particularly in that one. Um, Night Force also makes a really, really solid uh, 2 to 10 NXS. Um, it's a 2 to 10 by 40. The objective size uh, elude me at the moment, but an excellent, an excellent scope with um, really, really good glass. The, the biggest downside of it is that um, it's only, it's only second focal plane. 
So, you know, if you're wanting something in second focal plane, um, you're okay with using second focal plane, then it's, it's, it's a great option. Um, but you know, if, if, if not, if you're wanting something in a uh, first focal plane, it's, it's kind of a done deal right there. Um, night forces, uh, their, their newest or one of their newest offerings, their, their NX eights actually, um, they come in a two and a half to 20 by, uh, 50, which is a ridiculous magnification range. That'll pretty much do dang near anything you want to do but um it's you know it's they they definitely prioritized um high power in those i mean it's an eight times magnification range so and it's a first focal plane reticle um i mean they do make a second focal plane as well but their first focal plane one is is definitely you know the the bread and butter there um ex excellent once you get up to about like four to five power, you know, so from like four or five power on, on to 20, excellent scope will do dang near anything you need it to do. But that low power, if you ever need it for any reason, it uh, really, really suffers because of that high magnification range. Um, but, but yeah, I'd say, can I ask you, I'd how say it, if you, how it suffers, like, like, what is it? Like, what is it? Is it just have like edge to edge distortion? What, like, is it just bad glass? What, like, no, so it, it's it's literally just the reticle. The reticle becomes so so thin and and so fine. Um, it, it's just tough to use. Um, if okay, you turn on sense. the illumination, yeah, it, you can turn on the illumination and use it kind of essentially like a magnified red dot, you know. But um, but if you know if you're not using illumination and, and you're on that lower power, that reticle is just is just so darn small. Interesting. So my other question to you is, do you have any experience with uh, SW, uh, SF, SFWSS or whatever it is? They make, they make the, the optics for the Navy. Um, I can't even remember. The Super Sniper, the SS stuff. I can't remember what the hell it's called. SWFF or SFW something? Um, S, I, oh man, I know what you're saying and I would have, I would have knew it if you didn't ask me. It's, uh, SWFA, I think. Does that sound right? I don't know. I'm going to look but, it up um, now. <laughs> either, either way, uh, unfortunately, I, I don't. I have I, I do have um, customers ask me about them from from time to time. And, you know, even even going to a few of these different uh, shows and, and matches and stuff for for whatever reason, I've just I've just never taken the time to, to mess with them. So uh, unfortunately, I just don't have really any experience with those. Now I've had two high power shooters who've come to me and said that, that um, I don't know about high power, maybe some sort of optic thing that they do. I have no idea. Any of the shooting sports kind of elude me just because most of them look really boring. Um, the uh, But I've had two of them come to me and tell me that SWFA. So it is the SWFA SS series. They're super sniper series. Um, they come in fixed power and they come in, um, uh, three to 15. So I was looking at that. I've had two of them tell me that their three to 15 is probably one of the best three to 15s they looked at. So I was going to ask you about that, but since you have no, uh, experience with it, I guess that'd be a moot point. So my question to you, what would be like a good, um, what is say someone's operating on a budget. So we know they're not going to be running after night force. What is a good budget brand? Like I know a lot of people talk about swamp Fox. A lot of people talk about, vortex what like 
what is out there that people can reasonably afford that's good quality glass that will last them a long time um like that you've had your hands behind that you would you would strongly recommend and if you have any sort of feedback on swamp fox or or the lower end of like the strike eagle stuff from from vortex like what like what would be the one that you would shoot um one thing i wanted to kind of add to that too is like uh is it purpose driven too like your question because um i mean what if somebody's getting it to hunt versus just going out to the range is there a difference between selecting an optic for hunting versus going to the range that actually should be something i should have clarified so yes um both range and hunting like could you give us like a breakdown of what would be best for those applications and and why yeah yeah absolutely and um this is a another another you know topic that um i hit on you know every day you know um uh you know and generally speaking my customers um and and client base are are going to be one or the other and then sometimes you know i I do get uh, especially especially now with as prolific as as shooting sports are fortunately becoming um i get a lot of guys that say hey man uh i want to you know i want to hunt out to you know four or five hundred yard or four or five hundred yards whatever and then i want to you know plank steel or go shoot a competition and, and shoot out to a thousand and um you know it's certainly doable but there's definitely you know most optics are going to be geared you know one way or the other um like for instance um hunting um a lot of people still um prefer second focal plane you know and in and simpler simpler reticles you know they don't uh they don't want the, all the, you know, the, the stadia lines and, and holdovers. They want something very simple or with a, you know, maybe a very simple BDC style reticle um, and generally going to be, you know, kind of in that, in that lower power range, you know, uh, um, you know, a, a two to seven or a three to nine to uh, three to 10, four to 12, some, somewhere in there. Most, uh, most of my hunters are going to be those, those two, those two th- or three things, I guess, second focal plane, simple reticle, lower, lower power. Um, and man, as far as, um, good options in those, you, uh, Swarovski, you know, a lot of people think Swarovski and they immediately think, you know, um, very, right. very they immediately think their reason. wallet's going to die. Right. Exactly. A lot of people hear that and they just, they're like, Oh no, 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 no. And, and, and honestly, you know, depending on what, um, what your budget is, you can, you can get into some Swarovskis these days, um, for, 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 I guess what I would consider not, not anything too crazy, you know, um, like their Z3 series, um, like a, like you get a three to 10 or a four to 12 for, you know, six seven hundred bucks somewhere in there and yeah that still might sound like a lot to some people but what you're what you're getting you know you're getting some really really good quality european glass um and they're they're extremely lightweight you know for my guys that are you know rucking around or doing any kind of uh mountain hunting um they're you know a a featherweight sitting on on top your rifle and uh they're just overall really really solid optics um, and then on the, on the other side, my guys, you know, that are just strictly, you know, competition or, um, target 
shooting, you know, it's generally going to be, you know, the, um, the higher powered stuff, um, you know, uh, the three to 15s or the, uh, three to 18s, uh, four to 20s, five to five to 25s, um, those, those guys, and they're going to be, you know, generally speaking, they're going to be running first focal plane. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of them are, um, well, both sides these days are, you know, getting, getting more apt where they both want illuminated reticles, um, which I think, I think are a great tool. A lot of people like think they need them and think they're like the end all be all. I, I, I'm not necessarily in that camp. Um, I think they're very, a very good tool to have in certain situ situations. Um, but I, I don't think they're the, you know, end all be all of, you know, of what makes a, a good scope or, or what's going to, you know, help you, help you get that buck at the end of the evening. Um, and then for my guys that are, that are wanting to, to do both somewhere in the middle. Um, I, I really, honestly, I recommend that NX eight a lot. Um, they do a two and a half to 20 and a four to 32 and they have first and second focal plane options in both of them. Um, and even with what I was talking about earlier about that, uh, the, the lower power on those in the, in particularly in the first focal plane models, even though the lower power, um, suffers a little bit, um, I think the pros out, outweigh the cons, um, and they're a good, they're a good balance of, of uh, of size and, and weight. You're getting, you know, similar glass as to what's in night forces, attacker line, which is on average going to be about a thousand more dollars, you know? Um, so for all in all, definitely, a, you know, a jump up in price, you're looking at, you know, a, a 2000 or, or just under $2,000 optic is not a, not a, not a cheap scope by no means. Um, but you know, for, for what you're, what all you're getting and what you're able to do with those, um, I do think the value is there for sure. All right. So, so I got a couple more questions here about, um, just night vision and thermal stuff. Um, do you do a lot of nighttime hunting? Yeah, so um, we do we do carry um, night vision optics. The pretty much all of our night vision like dedicated weapon sites are um, are digital night vision. Um, so you know they're not as um, what would be the right word to describe it. Um, it's definitely not like looking through a PVS fourteen. Let's put it that way. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's you know for anybody that's used actual like you know. Um, um, photonic, uh, night vision, you know, PVS 14 or, uh, you know, dual tubes, anything like that. It's, 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 it's not the same. <laughs> it, it's same, same, but different. Right. So, um, it's got a, it's got know, like a weird twilight zone feel when you look through digital night vision and you're like, you're like, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. It's like, none of this looks like yeah. it's actually real, but it's actually there. <laughs> like, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I've looked through some of them and I'm like, I'm like, Oh, uh, Okay. So, you know, um, that, that, to me, that's different. So my question is, do you recommend if someone's going to do hunting, like nighttime hunting, do you recommend thermal or do you recommend like digital night vision scopes? Yeah. So for, for hunting thermal all day, um, the only time I would ever recommend digital night vision over thermal is if you're just not wanting to spend the money on thermal, which I completely understand. Thermal is, is not cheap. Um, so, you no, know, we're, we're, it is not. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is not at all. Um, I mean, it, it's, it's coming down slowly, but surely, but um, it is, it is not cheap and probably, you know, won't, won't be accessible to the masses for, for, for quite some time, unfortunately. Um, 
but but yeah you know to get in a decent thermal you know you're you're, you're looking at spending minimum minimum two thousand dollars you know and that's that's the that's literally bare bare minimum for the you know a thermal that's like yeah I don't okay right (laughs) I don't hear a lot of good stuff like ATN makes some like I would consider reasonably priced thermal optics I think they're roaming around those Mm -hmm. 15 1700 dollar mark and I don't hear good things coming out of that so like my question would like what and I think it has to do with like lack of focus or lack of zoom or something um but my question like would be like what like what's so fucking expensive about thermal night vision like i need i kind of want to know what makes it so expensive just because nobody knows about it or so that's a that's a that's kind of a it's a a a big rabbit hole right there but is the the long and short of it is um a lot of the the i guess you'd say materials elements the 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 chips and technology that go into making a thermal are only coming from a few places on, on the planet. Um, and, and most of them are out of um, either out of Europe or, 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 or China. And they're the, we don't like the, the, the technology the Chinese here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, the parts and the technology just isn't as, as, prolific i guess as it needs to be to to keep prices down um and again we're, we're getting there we're just we're just not there yet and um and it, it's it's it, it's kind of a bummer because um you know I, I think it's a wonderful piece of technology the way the the way the world is going these days let's say shit was to to pop off i think thermal is uh almost a I don't, I don't know if I would say necessity, but it's a, it would be a force multiplier, you know, if, if you have the, the use of, of, of thermal, if, um, if things were to get squirrely, um, it's also, it's, it's what I see the most. I could like say working. I could say thermal, or I could say like a, what is it? A PBS 31. Is that the one that goes in front of the rifle scope? Um, yeah. I think, mm-hmm. I think that, I think it's the 31 or the 35. I can't remember. Um, but those, it's I mean, look, I think you're right. Yeah. I, I remember looking through those out of, out of the Leopolds. I mean, good Lord. i never knew you could zoom in with night vision like that. And like, I remember the first time I saw that I was like, Oh, so like, to me, it's like, uh, th- that was jaw dropping. I mean, it was, it was insane. Mm-hmm. So to me, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm wondering like thermal or, or scoped night vision would, which one would, would be better you know i mean and correct me if i'm yeah. wrong Jace, but the uh with the thermal you can run a thermal during the day with the the night vision obviously you have to worry about the tubes yeah yeah no you're absolutely right um it's um it's a little different with digital night vision technically technically with digital night vision you can run them during the day as as well um, but yeah, you're absolutely right with like the, 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 the photonic night vision that, that you and I and so many others have. Yeah, you, you run those during the day, you're going you're gonna to mess some stuff up. And uh, um, thermal, you can, you can run during the day as well. You know, it's not recommended to look at any like super bright light sources, you know, like the, the sun or whatever you could think of. But um, you, you definitely can successfully use thermal um, in the day. Um, you know, you, you do tend to get some, if it's a, if it's a particularly, you know, warm day or depending on your particular climate, you can, you know, get some, um, 
some false readouts, you know, as, as the, as trees and other things start to kind of uh, warm up and, and, and give off a heat signature, you can, you know, get some, get some readouts and, you know, maybe you might think something's there that, it, that it's not, but, um, but regardless, yes, you, you can use them in the day during the day and, and not be afraid to, you know, damage them or anything like that. I, I, I need to know more about a lot of this stuff. So we are actually going to have to do a part two of this whole episode. Um, I, I was, th- I was I, thinking the same. I'm, <laughs> I'm not even, I, we haven't even scratched. I mean, this might even be a three part episode. So I, I, uh, unfortunately I only have about another 10 to 15 minutes, um, to keep this going. So let's, uh, let's kind of, uh, go into real quick. Um, we're, we're definitely going to hit one episode just on night vision and thermal stuff, but just all together. So what, um, what can you wrap up and just kind of give us like a, like a, what would you recommend in kind of every category from like red dot to, uh, LVPO stuff like that. And then is there a, a a semi quick question you can ask or that Millar can ask? Uh, I mean, my main question is there's a lot of terms being thrown around that, uh, as someone that just you know, runs my EOTech or my red dots. Cause I have some vortex. Um, I have a strike fire. I have the spark AR. Um, like what is LPVO and all that kind of stuff. Like what does that stand low power, for? Low power variable optic. So like a one to six, a one to eight, a one to four, stuff like that. Yeah. So I kind of, um, and this, again, this might be, um, if we re- reconnect for another episode here, kind of, um, I want to say like dumbing things down for those of us that haven't uh, haven't jumped into that stuff. Um, so let me let me first interrupt you here, Jace. I'm going to apologize to everybody. I do I do apologize. So like the PVS 31s and all that. Um, I have a ear for acronyms, so I just want to apologize if we're if we're out here saying something, Malar, be more than welcome to speak up and and ask for clarification on stuff. Um, this will have to go into another episode. I, 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 oh, I wish we could finish this tonight because I have a million questions now. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I apologize about that, Jace, but can you kind of give us a rundown of, of what you've got um, more to offer with sport optics in, in terms of like what red dots you recommend, what L, LPVOs you recommend, what scopes, stuff like that. Just, just give us like a quick synopsis, I guess. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Um, man, we, we got we got so much uh, good stuff over there. And, and I, again, please feel free to um, any anybody listening, send me a DM on Instagram. My phone number's on my Instagram. Call me at work anytime. Um, for my guys getting into LPVOs, which is a lot of people these days, um, LPOs, LPVOs, and and red dots for a lot of my uh, guys getting into ARs for the first time. Um, red dot, um, no doubt, aim point is is, is still king. T uh, twos. Uh, even, even, you know, H2s, um, comp, comp M5s, you know, that's, that's the cream of the crop. If you're not wanting to spend that kind of money, you know, cause you're going to, you're going to spend, you know, six, $700 on that. Um, aim point pros are still fantastic, bigger, heavier, but they're still robust as hell. Great. And then on the cheaper side, um, for around the $200 point, uh, uh, guys get a get a Romeo 5 get a get a spark solar you know they're going to get the job done they're fantastic um holograph holographics I can't beat an EOTech EOTechs are are great um the the um aim points are better on a blank 
<laughs> I agree with that as well. I'm more of a red dot guy than I am a holographic guy, but um, those, those things are great. EOTechs, um, the UH1s from Vortex, fantastic. Um, as far as LPVOs go, um, Strike Eagles aren't bad. If you're if you're wanting to spend, you know, three, four hundred bucks, get a Strike Eagle or even back to what we were talking about earlier, like the the one to tens. Um, there's there's some cheap one to tens coming out now. The uh, the new SIG MSR one to ten. It's like 500 bucks, you know, it, it's, it's stupid how cheap that thing is. And it comes with a mount. I mean, it's not the best mount. It's not the best glass, but for 500 bucks, you're getting a mount and a one to 10. I mean, that you're going to be able to point and shoot at it's, that's, that's, that's pretty gnarly, pretty gnarly. So if, um, check those out, we, we carry those, um, uh, like Hoodlum was saying earlier, those PST gen twos, that's kind of the mob bare minimum like recommendation for a just a really really solid lpvo for the price and then of course up from there the razors are great and then if you if you just got money to blow there's a you know there's diminishing returns in my opinion but no doubt fantastic optics is the the uh the attacker one to eight the collis uh the collis one to six and and one to eight um, and then if you're if you know if you if you like to you know reach out and poke something you're more of a long range kind of guy um dude look at the the vortex venoms and the strike eagles you know they're both the venoms around like four or five hundred strike eagles like six seven um they can they can get the job done for around that price up from there um fiber pst gen twos for under a thousand and then um razors another one uh great great scopes that you can uh shoot long range with uh collis does a fantastic five to 25 zero compromise we didn't even talk about them but they're they are pricey, but man, man, are they something else? Um, the Zeiss LRP, say, I've, man, I've there's, heard, there's so much. I've heard about them, and I think Kales, I think it's like Collis. Is that what it is? Yeah, Collis, man. Yeah. Okay, so they're, you know, I mean, incredible price um, range there. But, I mean, I've heard nothing but phenomenal out of them. But we are going to uh, – we're going to end part one of our episode here, and I will pick up. Uh, part two, um, definitely very soon. Um, the, the listeners will, you know, they will understand this will be a multiple part series. I think you guys are going to be just as fascinated as we are. So thank you guys. So much to learn. So much to learn. (laughs) I mean, I'm learning more and I thought I knew a lot. So, you know, there's, there's even more to, to go off of this. So, um, Jace, I hope you can clear your schedule coming up um, this week because we're definitely going to have you back on again. Uh, we're going to be doing more about this. I have, uh, um, but I'm going to, I'm going to let you tell everyone where they can find you at and how they can get a hold of you. And then we're going to close out this episode and. Yeah, absolutely. Um, guys, thanks again for having me. So happy to, to be here. Malar and Hoodlum. It was fantastic. I can be found on Instagram. Um, my handle is sport optics, sport is singular optics is plural. So sport optics underscore Jace and Jace is spelled J A Y S E. Um, DM me anytime with any questions, any, anything at all. I'm, I'm, I'm always on there. I'm happy to answer anything you got. This is what I do all day, every day. I'm passionate about it. I love it. And I'm, I'm happy to help out in literally any way I can. I was going to say, man, you've always been super responsive to me. So definitely, definitely reach out to Jace. If you have any questions whatsoever, um, the man is a walking encyclopedia of optics knowledge. And if he doesn't know it, he'll definitely find it out for you. Um, Malar, you want to yep. give us our closeout? Run suppressed, stay blessed. <laughs> Shoot him in the face, guys.